2: It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be powerful as it always is. So come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video. I'm excited about prayer as I always am. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right prayer. is something we get to do. Prayer is not something that we have to do. And so it's always important that you keep that posture and that mentality when it comes to prayer so that you never see this as a burden because if you never see this as, oh, I got to pray. No, we get to pray. Can I just get you to type that on the screen? I get to pray. I get to pray. Yes, you absolutely do. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yes, we do. We get to pray. Listen, we're about to bring in our Instagram fam in just a moment, but want to get on all of my YouTube fam, Facebook fam, Instagram, um, uh, Periscope fam, as well as the Uncoming Gospel Radio Network. Can I give you a few extra minutes, about an extra minute and a half or so to share? When you share, people get saved. So I want you to go ahead and share. When you share, people get saved. Over 100 plus people are giving their lives to the Lord already this year. Can we celebrate that? Even in the midst of a pandemic, we are still seeing people come to the Lord. And it is my prayer and my hope that even as a result of this pandemic, that more people would come to the Lord. We're about to add our Instagram fam. It's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm not in my drop top, nor am I cruising the streets, but uh, I can tell you the blizzard is over in Denver. I can tell you that. Thank you so much for your prayers. Come on in, IG fam, the Harvest Search Instagram, the Bishop Woman Instagram. It's Monday night. You know what time it is. It's time to pray. Boom. We got to pray. We're not an MC Amazon. We got to pray. Anyway, come on in. It's time to pray. I'm so excited uh, as I always am about prayer. Again, as I've already mentioned, prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. I want you to consider the the gravity of that statement, that you literally get to go to God about your issues. You get to go you the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the great I am about whatever issues, challenges and circumstances you are facing. Like that's amazing news. Like that's amazing news that I get to go above the head of every enemy. You get to go above the head of every hater and get to go above the head of every person that sits in any seat of authority or power and you get to go to God. I just need somebody to type that I can go to God. Some of y'all remember that old school song, that old old school Albertina Walker song, I can go to God in prayer. We get to pray. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. Share this video. Share, share, share. Tonight I see Centennial in the house. I see Well, I'm seeing y'all are still coming in. So let me know where you're at. Nate Reveal, I see you. Y'all come on in. Aurora, good to see you again. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. When you share people get saved all right so good to see you tonight can i challenge you for the next hour and just as a as a posture and a principle of life every monday night we pray together for 1 hour seven o'clock mountain to uh, eight o'clock mountain for one hour. Can I challenge you to set aside this time, put it in your alarm, uh, put it in your phone, put it on your device, whatever you need to do to have your Alexa do it or your Google Home or your Apple Pod or whatever, and set aside this time to pray. Uh, I am a living witness that prayer changes everything. People say prayer changes things. No, prayer changes everything. Is there a witness that's on here tonight. That can testify to that. That prayer changes everything. That oh, that prayer changes everything. It's got my uh my thing back there. I don't know what happened to my deal back there. It's got a bunch of pictures. That's what. That's one of our harvesters, actually. That's our testimony video. It's in my phone. There's some I don't know what's going on. We'll just black it out. But anyway, my prayer changes everything. All right. And so we thank God for that. Listen, um, as as you are uh, as we are coming in uh, tonight, a couple of quick announcements uh, as we move in this thing. Tonight. And I see your hands um, that you know that prayer changes everything. A couple of quick announcements tonight, uh, real quickly. If you don't have our app, get our app. How do you get it? You can text the word Harvest to five five four nine eight. And when you do that, you'll be able to stay connected to all things Harvest uh, when you get our app. And uh, our uh, I want to say this to you: our app is getting ready to have an update. I've been mentioning it for actually a couple of months because it's been in the works for a while. But let's get ready to have an update. The update is going to be amazing. You're going to love it. Uh, so uh, we're excited about that. All right. So text Harvest to 55498 so you can get our app. That will be good to you. All right. And uh, and it's going to bless your life tremendously. Let me also say this real quickly, too. Uh, if you are in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you to be a part The Harvest Church Atlanta team, our launch team. Several of you uh, have signed up. Uh, Many, many people have signed up. If you're in the Atlanta area, can you wave at me real quick? I'm just doing some quick announcements before we get into prayer. Prayer is going to be powerful tonight. I always pray about what we pray about. I see, I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Come on. Um, um, If you're in the Atlanta area, can you wave at me or just say ATL? Wave at me or say ATL uh, just so I can uh, just see you on all the different platforms that we're on tonight. Every night in prayer, I've got three cameras up plus a laptop. Come on, ATL. So, Harvard Church Atlanta is going to be amazing, all right? Um, Now, especially that things are moving um, more quickly as it relates to the pandemic, um, we're excited about being able to move into that pre-launch phase. To find out more about that, I need you to text H-C-A-T-L, Harvard Church Atlanta, H-C-A-T-L to 55498. And when you do that, uh, we're going to shoot your text right away. Um, That's going to show you how to connect with our launch team. Come on, come on. I said, I'm driving up to ATL. I see here, hey, ATL family, it's going to be absolutely amazing. I was there actually a week ago today. I was there working on some great things for that project. And we're super excited about that. All right. Um, Listen, guys, let me also say this to this day. It has been one year. Do you hear me? It has been one year to the day um, where at least in the Denver area where you had shutdowns and pandemic and all of that uh, happening. And uh, I want to say to you, thank you Uh, for your consistency and your faithfulness over this last year. Uh, You know, if you've been connected for any period of time, you know, not once for the whole last year, we didn't miss a Monday night prayer. We didn't miss Wednesday night live Bible study we didn't miss Sunday experiences. I preached twice before pandemic. I preached twice during pandemic. We kept going live. Thank you to my harvest worship and production teams that were always there with me. The adjutancy that serves with me. We have been consistent. Can we just give God glory for your consistency? And it was important to me. The Lord said to me, he said, son, I don't want you to pre-record. Nothing against those that do that. He said, I want you to remain consistent. He said, people need to see consistency. He said, because a lot of stuff is about to become inconsistent around them. Everything's about to change and people need to see consistency and I want you to be consistent. I want you to keep it moving. I want you to show people how to outlive a pandemic. And to God be the glory, it's been a year to the day. And I just need somebody to say, we made it. You are literally still in the land of the living. And the Bible says, And everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. Do y'all hear me? If you still have a pulse, God still has a plan. So tonight as we begin to pray, we're going to, the Bible says, enter his courts, his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. We're going to enter with thanksgiving tonight, but that we made it. We literally have survived the worst year in the last hundred years of recorded human history. And we need to be thankful for that tonight. I don't care what's not right. I don't care what you're still working on. I don't care what you're still fighting through. Baby, you made it. And in America alone, almost 600,000 people did not, but you made it. But you made it. Come on, Father, we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. God, we made it and we say thank you. We still have breath in our body We still have breath in our lungs and we say thank you. We honor you and we praise you tonight, God, that we have made it through this last 12 months, through the worst recorded year, statistically speaking, in the last hundred years of human history. God, we say thank you and we honor you, God, that you got us through it. We honor you, God, that you caused us to even prosper in the midst of a pandemic. God, what is prosperity? It's bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. It is the Hebrew word shalom. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. And all is well. And for this, we say thank you. We enter your gates with thanksgiving. Before we ask you for anything, we are thankful, God. We are thankful that you gave us another chance. We are thankful that you saw beyond our faults and you met our needs. We are grateful that you gave us grace, God. That's the good things you've done for us that we did not deserve. And God, you've given us mercy. That means you block some of the negative things, God, that we did deserve. And we give you praise for that. We are thankful. We're thankful. Forgive us for ever being negative. Forgive us for ever being sour. Forgive us for ever being murmuring and backbiting and complaining, God, for anything, any circumstance or situation in our lives. We made it. And we say, thank you for that. And we declare that our next 12 will be our best 12. Why? You already shown us that we can go through the valley and still come out with victory. You've already shown us, God, that we can go through a low place and still come out, God, loaded with benefit. Your word says, remember the Lord and forget not his benefits. God, you daily load us. You daily load us with benefits. For this we say thank you. That's Psalm 68 and 19. You daily load us with benefits. You daily load us with benefits. Come on. You daily load us with benefits, God, and we give you honor for that. And so tonight, God, as we pray, direct what we pray for. Give us what to pray for. Speak through us, God. We pray because we have the privilege to pray. We pray because we have the ability to pray. We pray because you commanded us to pray. Your word, God, in 1 Samuel says, that it is literally sin not to pray. And so, Father, forgive us for that in the name of Jesus for moments where we went to panic instead of prayer, where we went to worry instead of worship. So we pray over this time of prayer and we commit it into your hands tonight. So in Jesus' name, come on, y'all, let's keep going. We ask for forgiveness for our sin tonight, God. Enter your gates with your thanksgiving, your course of praise. We ask for forgiveness for our sin tonight. That's where we've missed the mark. We ask for forgiveness, God, for our iniquity. That's where we practice generational curses And show us, God, show us the places where we've practiced iniquity. Show us the places where we have practiced the generational curses that have been in our bloodline that we were supposed to break, but instead we perpetuate it. Show us, God, uh, those areas of iniquity so that we can break them. We refuse, God, to repeat what we were supposed to be. We refuse, God, to repeat what we were supposed to be, but tonight we give you glory, and tonight we give you honor, and tonight we give you praise in the name that is above every name. That is the name of Jesus. We say thank you. We ask that you forgive us for our transgression. God, that's when we willfully deviate from what we know to be right, from what we willfully deviate from what we know to be correct. Now, forgive us for willful deviation. That's arrogance. That's pride. That's pride. That's why we literally are taunting you and, and acting in an arrogant fashion towards you as if you are a, a, a God that can be mocked. That's why you said you shall never be mocked. But so a man sows, that shall he also reap. And so, Father, we give you praise for that tonight. In Jesus name, come on, everybody on every platform, say amen right there. Amen right there. All right. You, if you're just coming in and you haven't shared yet, share. On Instagram, you can share it. Click the little triangle. You can share it. Send it to somebody's DM. Text it to somebody. You can do it that way. On Instagram, click share. Facebook, click share. Uh, YouTube, click share. Harvest Channel, you can share it. Uh, Periscope, you can share it. Let's share, guys. When we share, people get saved. You said listen, what's going on with the screen behind you? I don't know. It just blanked. It just did something weird, so we turned it off. All right, but we're going to keep it moving, all right? We're going to keep this bad boy moving Tonight, Uh, listen. um, I I want to uh, again, real quickly, uh, say this. If you haven't, let me know where you're watching from. Let me know where you're watching from. I always love to see all the different places where people watch prayer from. Even if you're on the replay, the majority of people that watch prayer, listen, listen to the podcast and watch on demand. Majority of people that watch prayer are not necessarily live, and so uh, to God be the glory for that. But I still want to know where you watch from. I love. I love reading uh, and watching uh, and seeing the different places that we are from. Let me say this. Yesterday, um, we did something that we've never done. Hey, Michigan, we did something we've never done yesterday. So the nine fifteen was live. And let me just say special thank you to all of the Dream Teamers and the Harvesters that did get into the building. Can we just say thank you to them? They were there um, on time, ready to serve, making it happen. many, Many were there uh, on time, ready to serve and make it happen. Can we say thank you, hey, ATL, for those um, that did that yesterday? I mean, literally, uh, hey, LA, uh, it was a blizzard towards the end of yesterday, and uh, we were in a blizzard warning. In fact, when you said Chicago, y'all got our snow. It came over there to y'all, I heard. I was talking to a pastor a few minutes ago, and and I understand it came up there to y'all, so y'all can have it, but we good but anyway um thank you dream teamers and uh and and uh, the the harvesters that got into the building yesterday at nine fifteen we appreciate you so much and I said it yesterday i even prayed God honors sacrifice and for everyone who ever feels like there was a time in the scripture um where um jesus matter of fact i'm going to give it to you it's it's a powerful scriptures it's a mark chapter i believe mark chapter um, let me give you this uh uh, uh Hold on. This is really powerful. Um, they were basically saying, Lord, we have given up. I, I knew I was right. We have given up, Lord. Um, we've given up these things, and we've sacrificed for you, right? And I need you to just put that on screen. God honors sacrifice. They were basically saying, God, we've sacrificed for you. Uh, what are you gonna, you know, what's gonna happen? And I want you to read what Jesus' response is because I pray for those that did that. Somebody says 77 in Georgia. I already know. I'll be there, I'll be there in a few days. Um Uh, listen to this. Um, Because if you've ever sacrificed, one of the things that's important, one, we sacrifice because it's right to do. Sacrifice is right, especially when it comes to the Lord. Think about it. You've sacrificed for a lot. You've sacrificed for relationships that wasn't hidden or nothing. You've sacrificed for friends that wouldn't across the street for you. You have sacrificed for a lot of different things. So we should always have a mentality when it comes to God that there is nothing I am above sacrificing. Come on. Because the honor sacrifice. That's what all throughout the scripture, he would talk about the offerings that they did. It was different because it was an agricultural society. It was a sacrifice. And so today, when we talk about sacrifice, most often than that, we're talking about financial. But it's bigger than that because they literally would have to sacrifice something. They would have to sacrifice something that was important, something that was important to them. David goes so far as to say, I'm not going to give the Lord a sacrifice if it doesn't cost me anything. Somebody was saying, well, listen, David, I'll just give it to you. And he said, no, I insist on paying for this because I'm not giving the Lord anything that didn't cost me something. Let that be a revelation because many times you want God to honor you, but you won't sacrifice for him. And I just need somebody to type that on the screen. Lord, I will sacrifice. Uh Oh, I hit the table. Lord, I will sacrifice. What does that mean? That means God, whatever it is you want, whatever it is you desire, even if it's uncomfortable, you're going to get it from me. Come on. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we are those that are not above sacrificing for you. Sacrificing for you. What is sacrifice, God? It means we give up what we want now for what we want most. My God. We give up what we want now for what we want most. And we are not above sacrifice. We thank you that we are people of sacrifice because you honor sacrifice in Jesus. Let me give you the scripture. Mark chapter 10. uh, um, And uh, let's start. Let's get to verse like twenty-seven. Actually, let's go to twenty-eight. Verse twenty-eight. Peter began to say to him, "See, we have left everything and followed you." What was was Peter saying? We sacrifice like God. We we left what we were doing to do what you were doing. We made what was important to you important to us. We left everything for you. He was saying, we sacrificed, we sacrificed, we sacrificed. And listen to Jesus' response. Uh, Is there anybody on prayer tonight where you sacrificed for the Lord? You've sacrificed. What does that mean? You gave up what you wanted now. So like, don't say, I tithe. Your tithe is not a sacrifice. You owe that to the Lord. So that's not a sacrifice. A sacrifice is when I give up what I want now for what I want most. Got it? A sacrifice is not something it's not, it's not within the normal the normal scope or the normal realm, all right? You sacrifice, okay? whatever you sacrifice, I need you to hear God's response to you, all right? Because many times you'll sacrifice for everything else. But sometimes, especially with Christians, when it comes to sacrificing for the Lord, like it becomes a big deal, big issue. And I want to give some clarity here. Jesus, uh, Peter says, we left everything and followed you. What did Peter leave? Peter had a fishing business. Peter had partners in his fishing business. So Peter made God's business more important than his business. So there's the sacrifice. The sacrifice is, God, I got something that's working over here. But because you want me to do this, I'm going to do this. Come on here. Y'all ain't said that to me tonight. I got something that, that's working. It, it, it may not be the best, but it's working. But I'm giving this up for what I want most. And what I want most is to please you. Father, make our hearts desire to please you. You said you would give us the desires of our heart if we delighted ourselves in you. What does that mean? That you would give us what we want if you knew that what we wanted was what you wanted. You would give us what we wanted if you knew that what we wanted is what you wanted. You honor sacrifice in Jesus' name. So listen to this. Peter says, we've given up everything uh, to follow you. We've given up everything to follow you. Everything. Peter was married. Peter, for three and a half years, he's uh, um, he is on the road traveling with Jesus. That's a sacrifice for both him and his spouse. Come on, let's talk. All right, we live in a time now uh, where uh, where the concept of sacrifice is misunderstood right? Um, Peter literally spent three and a half years as a married man, and he was focusing all of his energy, time and effort on building the ministry with Jesus. Wow. Let that be revelation for somebody. Never ever shame your spouse for sacrificing for the Lord. Come on. Never ever shame your children for sacrificing for the Lord. Never ever say to your child, you at church too much. You do, you worship too much. You give too much. Don't ever do that. That's totally out of line. Come on, y'all that's out of order for three and a half years. Peter, as a married man, he was the only married of the 12 ruling apostles. He was a married man who's probably around 21 or so. He gives up three and a half years of his life and he travels with Jesus. His whole thing is to travel with Jesus. The only reason we know he's, watch me, is that he is married is because Jesus has to go heal one of the in-laws. Now, I need you to listen very carefully. If they had not been If Peter didn't serve sacrificially, they never would have got that in-law healed. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. All right. If Peter would not have served sacrificially, it was his mother-in-law. If they had not served sacrificially, that's Luke 4, 38 through 40 for scripture reference. If he did not serve, then his mother-in-law would have died. Some of y'all better hear me. You, You don't even understand your serving is why you didn't die. Your serving is why Corona couldn't kill you. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me tonight. Your serve, while people are talking about you for sacrificing, they don't realize your sacrifice is why you're doing better than them. Your sacrifice is why you're not ill. Your sacrifice is why your kids are not struggling out on drugs. Your sacrifice is why you're not sleeping under a bridge somewhere. Your sacrifice, come on, somebody please say, God honors sacrifice. Come on, He honors sacrifice. He honors sacrifice. Matter of fact, matter of fact, okay, let me can I can I jump over here real quick? Let me jump over here real quick. This is good. This is good. I Luke 4 uh 38 through 40. I want you to see this. Sacrifice. If you just come in and like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share. I'm talking about sacrifice. God honors sacrifice. Luke 4, 38 through 40. It says Jesus left the synagogue and went to Simon. So he, he's Peter has three identities throughout scripture: Simon, Simon, Peter, and Peter. Um Simon means snub-nosed, arrogant, prideful. So this is him in his first version of himself in scripture. Simon's mother-in-law was very sick. So we know he's married. We know he's got an in-law. The Bible says she was very sick and she had a high fever. Wow. She was very sick and she had a high fever. She was very sick and she had a high fever. Now listen to this. Um, And they appealed to him on her behalf. Actually, I'm going to read this in a simpler uh, and a different translation. The ERV. They asked Jesus to do something to help her. He stood very close to her. If I listen, had Peter not sacrificed in serving and giving up three and a half years of his life to serve the mission of Jesus all day, every day she dies. What does she have? A high fever. What does that mean? What does a fever mean? If you have a fever, that means you more than likely have. Can we can I go medical? You more than likely have, and all my medical people tell me if I'm right. More than likely if you have a fever, that fever is your body raising its temperature to try to kill something that's in your body, which suggests she probably had some type of viral infection. This is not a day. Where they had vaccinations. This is not a day where they where they had, you know, you could run to the clinic. This is not a day where they had therapeutics. I'm seeing my medical people saying, that's right, that's right. This is not a day where they had that. So what ended up happening? Peter's serving made it so that his mother-in-law got saved. Could you imagine if the mother-in-law, why are you always with Jesus? Why are you always serving? Why are you always doing this? Why are you always doing that? Why are you always doing this? Why are you always doing that? Baby, you would have died. Baby, the only reason you live living is because of Peter's servant. And some people in your family, some people in your friends, some people around you don't even understand the only reason they're good is because of your sacrifice. Oh, God, Father, we thank you tonight that we are those that are not afraid to sacrifice. We thank you, God, that we are those that are not afraid to sacrifice. We thank you that we are those that are not afraid to sacrifice. We give up what we want now for what we want most. We give up for what we want now, for what we want most, and we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Guys, let's make sure our comments stay stay connected to what I'm talking about, all right? All right, so that way we can keep you on the platform, okay? Now stay connected to what we're talking about, okay? you honor sacrifice. So listen to this. Luke 4, uh, the Bible says Jesus left the synagogue. What was the synagogue? So that's where they were serving. Peter was there serving Jesus, got it? And went to Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law was very sick. She had a high fever. They asked Jesus to do something to help her. He stood very close to her and ordered the sickness to go away. The sickness left her. She got up and watch this next part. And she started serving them. Come on. She started serving them. She got up and she started serving them. She got up and she started serving. Because what did she see? She saw this sacrifice is what saved me. So now let me begin to do the same thing. Can I tell some of you, your sacrifice and your giving, your serving, all of that, that sacrifice, what is it? I give up what I want most for, uh, for what I, uh, I give up what I want now for what I want most. You better hear me. When you do that, it is literally going to become contagious for other people. Other people need to see you do it. And some of y'all need to tell them. You need to tell them because they, they think it was them. You need to say, I just want you to know my sacrifice got you this. I just want you to know my serving got you this. I just want you to know that this was not done just by some regular situation because Peter's mother-in-law, baby, you would have died had it not been for Peter's sacrifice. Wow. Wow. All right. So here we go. Let's go back to Mark chapter 10. Is this helping anybody so far? Never be afraid to sacrifice. Never be afraid to sacrifice. I give up what I want now for what I want most. Sacrifice. All right, we sacrifice in every area of our lives. If you're trying to lose weight, you sacrifice what you eat. You give up eating, uh, eating that piece of cheesecake because you want what you want now for what you want most, which is a snatch stomach body. Come on. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? If it was not for the sacrifice, his mama would have died. This is so good. Some of y'all need to tell some people, just so you know, the only reason you got a miracle is because of my serving, my sacrifice. Because of what I gave up now for what I wanted most. Did you hear what I just said? She is healed because of his sacrifice. God, that's good to me. Got it? But imagine if she was persecuting him and talking about him and always talking down him. You know, you ain't here. And who's supposed to do this? And who's going to take care of this? And you out there talking about you're going to change the world, And you need to come change these kids' diapers. Stop. Stop. I don't know who this is for tonight. Stop. Stop. Stop, let's go. Mark chapter 10 and verse number um, twenty-eight. Peter began to say to him, We left everything and followed you. So I gave you a little bit about Peter did. Everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is no one that has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel. Stop. Let's do it just real quick. Let's do it just real quick. Left there means sacrifice. They gave up, they gave up what they wanted now for what they wanted most. Okay. All right. And then what they wanted most was to please the Lord. This is so good. Okay. Can I ask you a question? What do you want most? Somebody said I never thought about telling my daughters that. Tell them tomorrow. All right. Cause some, some people think, oh, ah, no, you know, I'm good. I don't believe in all that. I just believe in the crystals. And all. listen, crystals didn't save you. Crystals may have a good cheeseburger, but crystals didn't save you. Some of y'all will get that in the morning. Crystals didn't save you, baby. This, this, this little stuff you flish, fluffing around your house—that didn't save you. My sacrifices what saved. Bishop, give me further proof of that. Oh, no problem. Let's go to Job. Let's go to Job. The Bible says, "Come on, let's go Job. Let's go Job. Let's go Job, let's go Job chapter one. Let's go Job, chapter one." Let me tell you what the Bible says about Job. The Bible says about Job. In the land of Uz, there was a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God. He shunned evil. He had seven sons, three daughters. That's 10 kids. He owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen. So that's 1,000 ox, 500 donkeys, and a large number of servants. He was the greatest man of um, all the people in the East. His sons and daughters held feasts in their homes and their birthdays, and they would invite um, um, their three sisters to eat and drink with them. In a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice. Listen, Early in the morning, he would sacrifice. Listen, early in the morning, he would sacrifice. Okay, I'm in Job chapter one. I'm on verse uh, number five. He would sacrifice a burnt offering for each one of them, thinking perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was God's regular custom. So his children were literally, they lived as good as they did because of his sacrifice. Wow, come on. Y'all are not talking to me. Wow, 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 wow. All right, so listen. In this, let's go back to Mark chapter 10. Uh, uh, Peter began to say to them, see, we left everything and followed you. Verse 29, Jesus said, truly I say to you, there's no one that has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lamb for my sake and the gospel. Let's break this down. He says left house. That means That means possessions. That means, not just possessions, that means locations. Wow, you ready? This is not even where I tended to go this is for somebody. this is for somebody location they they they, they sacrifice location got it they sacrifice location uh, for, uh, listen when the Lord told me to plant harvest it's now going on may', may it be 15 years it's like God you want to do this in Denver where you know you go you got Lord, you know the statistics 46 out of 50 Lord search and intention. A church attendance is 4% African-American. There's not a lot of racial diversity in the area, not a lot of ethnic diversity in the area. And this is where you want me to do this? Sacrifice of location. Come on. Come on. Come on. Sacrifice of location. Is there anybody on prayer today where you've ever sacrificed your location? You wanted to to, 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 to do it over there. You wanted to go here, there, everywhere. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight on prayer. Sacrifice location location, location, right? He says, who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children? What does this mean? This means, God, I listen, these are close family relationships that have been interrupted because I want to sacrifice for you, God, and they want to stop me. I want to sacrifice for you, God, and they want to stop me. Are you listening to me tonight? I want to sacrifice for you, God, and they want to stop me. It's quiet in this church tonight. And what did he say? Brothers, sisters, mother, father, children. He says, these are personal relationships. My God, my God. So somebody says, yes, I moved from Tampa, from Jersey, and then got saved. Sacrifice. He's like, listen, God, I want to put you first, and they're giving me hell about it. I want to put you first, and they are talking trash about it. They're messing with me. Okay, Brothers. Sisters, mother, father, children. Are you getting it? Wow, let's go further. Then he says, or lands, lands. I right. so 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 houses deals with, with places, locations, lands deal, land deals with ownership, it deals with ownership, it deals with ownership, it deals with ownership, it deals with ownership, deals with ownership. deals with ownership. He said there's things. So it says, I moved to Aurora from Memphis and found Harvest and have been faithful in church. Come on here. You sacrifice. You see what I'm saying? Right? You sacrifice. Right? And now, now look at what's been produced from your sacrifice. Now look what's been produced from your sacrifice. All right? So listen to this. He says, will not receive a hundredfold, uh, or, or excuse me, let me finish this, lands. Lands deal with ownership. That means there's something I own that I'm sacrificing. Let me give you an example of this. In the book of Acts, in the book of Acts, in uh, Acts chapter, what is that? Acts chapter six. No, that's going to be further than six. That's going to be Acts chapter. Um, where we at? Where we at? Uh, let me give you this. Let me give you this. In Acts chapter five, Acts chapter five, there's a story about Ananias and Sapphira, a husband and wife, and... Uh, Everybody was sacrificing what they own and giving it to the church, so the church could grow, the church could build, the church could reach more people. Got it? Everybody was doing that. That's Acts chapter five. It's Acts chapter five. Y'all with me tonight? We covering this in prayer. We we'll about to cover this in prayer. I want you to see that sacrifice. When you live a life of sacrifice, you gonna When you live like nobody else, you are going to live like nobody else. y'all hear what I'm saying? When you live like no one else, you can live like no one else. That's what sacrifice does for you. If you live like no one else, what does that mean? Sacrifice, you will be able to live like nobody else. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Let's keep going. Here we go. So in Acts chapter 5, it says this. Um, uh, now man Ananias, together with his wife Sapphire, they sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he held back, if I listen, he held back part of the money for himself and brought the rest and laid it at the apostles' feet. Wow. He laid the rest at the apostles' feet. He held back and she knew. Everybody listen. He held back and she knew. He held back and she knew. Let this be revelation. Never participate in somebody else's sin. God, let's cover that in prayer. In Jesus' name. We pray, God, that we would never allow ourselves to participate in somebody else's sin. God, we pray that we would not allow ourselves to participate in somebody else's sin and somebody else's issues and somebody else's foolishness and somebody else's stuff. But in Jesus name tonight, God, we pray, Lord, that we would not get caught up in trying to cover for them by disrespecting you. Let's go up. God, forgive us for every time we tried to cover up somebody's stuff in disrespecting you, to try to uh, 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 work with somebody in their stuff and disrespected you in the process. God, you are first in our lives. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Come on, y'all. It's about to get real. So look what happens. So the wife knew, but she didn't do it, but she knew about it. She didn't do it, but she knew about it. She didn't do it, but she knew about it. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it Satan has filled your heart so you lied to the Holy Ghost? If I listen, he took the money to the church and he laid it at the man of God's feet. And as far as he was concerned, well, I'm just lying to the man of God. But, but watch what the scripture says. Peter said, listen, you lied to God. Because this is God's church. This is God's thing. Come on, y'all. This is God's operation. This is God's situation. You lied to God. That's a whole word right there. Because it's a whole lot of stuff that people do against God and against men of God and against church and against God's stuff in the name of what? I, mean, I don't even understand it. But watch this. They said, You did this to God. You did this to God. Got it? He says, and you have kept for yourself some of the money and received the lamb. He says, didn't it belong to you before you sold it and afterwards sold was the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You didn't just lie to human beings, but you lied to God. Here's the point. He was like, you could have just decided to give X amount, but why you lie though? Let's cover this in prayer. Father, forgive us. Come on, we to say, we to go there. Forgive us, God, for every time we've lied. Come on, y'all, let's be honest. We repent, God, for every lie, every big lie, every bold lie, every small lie, every white lie, every purple lie, polka dot lie, orange lie, every time that we have operated in dishonesty, God, we repent. Come on, prayer, let's repent. We repent, God, for every lie we've ever told. We repent, God, for every untruth we've let come out of our mouth. We repent, God, for everything we did to try to Uh, 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 deal in falsehood and not deal in reality. Father, forgive us for that because every single one of us on prayer tonight, we have absolutely done that. And we ask for forgiveness tonight, God, not just for when we've lied to other people, but for God, when we've lied to you, when we've lied to you, God, as if you didn't know the truth up front. Come on, prayer, let's go. As if you didn't know the truth up front. And God, we ask for forgiveness for lying to ourselves. Come on, Forgive us, God, for every time we were dishonest to ourselves about a situation, about how we handled it, about how we could have done something differently, about how we could have operated better. Forgive us for that tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Wow, that's good prayer. That's good. That's good. We still don't sacrifice, but we we, we diverted. Let's go back over here. How many of you can be honest? You ready for this? Let's go. How many of you can be honest? that you've ever told a lie. Just put your hand up. That's everybody's hand. My hand is up in your whole life, okay? So that way you don't say, well, Bishop, I ain't lying since I've been walking with the Lord. You're lying right now. All right, (laughs) wave at me. Go do the wave if you've ever lied in your whole life. We all have. We all have. We have all operated in moments where we did not operate in 100% honesty. We've all done that. And, and the danger, I want you to see from this story, the danger is, you, is, is in who, it, listen, lying is wrong, period, but you, there's some lies you got to be real careful of. Here's why. He says, didn't it belong to you before you sold? And after you were sold, what's it, the money to disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You didn't just lie to human beings, but to God. What we saying, this is God's church. Like this, We're God's men. Like this, this is God's thing. Verse five, when Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And great fear seized all who heard what happened. Then some young man came, wrapped up his body to carry him up. Three hours later, the wife came in and the wife said, tell me, um, how much did you sell it for? She said, that's the price. So she lied. Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? He said, when y'all got together in your little group to lie, oh my God. Let's go prophetic. When y'all got together in your little group to lie, this is what you didn't understand is that you were lying to the Lord and you were testing the spirit of the Lord. So he says, listen, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door and they're going the to carry you at two. She falls down. She dies. And then people are like we ain't going to lie no more. We ain't going to lie no more. We ain't going to lie no more. Somebody said both of them. Both of them is a, a slang term for both of them. Somebody got me this shirt, and uh, and today I wore this shirt today. We're about to cover this in prayer, but I wore this shirt today because I couldn't go to the gym on Saturday or yesterday, so I had to make up for it today. So I had to do three days worth of work. well, two really because one was the rest of the day? two days of workouts today. So I had to make up for it today. So both of them, it was my inspiration to myself of next time, just running the snow. All right. Wow. So. Um, so, so in that Peter says, we left everything and followed you. Jesus said, truly, I said to you, there's no one as of house, brother, sister, mother, father, children, of lamb for my sake and the gospel. So lands, why did I go to lands? That's, uh, that's Acts chapter five. Why did I go to lands right there, everybody? Because that was represented their ownership, They ownership, their ownership and what they own. And by listen, they were unwilling to sacrifice it. They were unwilling to sacrifice Him. Let's go further. Not only were they unwilling to sacrifice him, they were unwilling to be truthful about what they were actually willing to sacrifice. Wow, okay? That's why we went there. All right? It says, for my sake and for the gospel, now this is important. Why does Jesus separate the two? all right? We're talking about sacrifice. Can I just get you to type on the screen? I'm not afraid to sacrifice. We are not afraid to sacrifice. God, we are not those that are afraid of giving up what we want now for what we want most. That is sacrifice. And you honor sacrifice. You honor sacrifice. You honor sacrifice. What does that mean? That you will respect sacrifice. That's really what faith is. Faith is sacrifice. Faith is sacrifice. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But to get to what's not seen, it requires sacrifice. To get to what's not seen, it requires sacrifice. To get to what's not seen, it requires sacrifice. To get to what's not seen, it requires sacrifice. Wow. So really, when we're talking faith, then we can't walk by faith and not walk with sacrifice. Wow. We can't can't walk by faith and not walk with sacrifice and not sacrifice. You can't because you have to give up to get. You 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 give up to get. Up to get. All right. I'm going to walk you through that. A matter of fact, can I walk you through that real quick? Because uh, earlier today, there were some uh, uh, just things I was thinking about. And, um, and, and I, the Lord reminded me. He said, son, okay, listen, here's how it works. Risk, reward, risk, reward. You've known this. You give up to get your increases and your release. You know this. You know this. You know this. You know this. this. But really, when you really boil faith down, it's sacrifice. I am giving up. I am giving up. I am giving up what I want now for what I want most. That's sacrifice. If we were to go uh, to what is sometimes referred to as the hall of fame of faith, that is Hebrews chapter 11. Let me show you this sacrifice. Let me show you this. We're going to cover this in prayer uh, because for your next 12 to be your best 12, it also requires your best sacrifice. Somebody say, yes, Lord, right there. Come on. Somebody say, yes, Lord, right there. For your next 12 to be your best 12, it also requires your best sacrifice. All right. Um, there's not a level you get to where you stop sacrificing. There's not a level you get to where you reduce your sacrificing. It only increases your sacrifice. All right? Let me show you in Hebrews chapter 11, and we're going to go back to Mark 10. We're going to cover a few things in prayer, and then we out. All right. Um, listen to this. Hebrews chapter 11. Let's go here. Verse four. All right. By faith, actually, we're going to actually go back to verse three. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that which is seen was made out of what was not visible, or what was not seen. All right. So God's command, what was the sacrifice in God commanding it? Can I go real deep on you real quick? Can I go real deep real quick? All right. Um, What we read um, in Genesis, the Bible says that the the land is called out of the water. The land is called for. The Lord makes a promise to Noah that he'll never again destroy the earth by flooding. Those two facts tell us something very significant, that that was more than likely not the first flood. Y'all ready for this? Okay. Okay. So what was the sacrifice God made in forming the the universe by his command? The sacrifice was, I am getting ready to give another opportunity to man. I'm getting ready to give another opportunity to man. So the sacrifice is another chance. Wow. And for some of you, that needs to be revelation. You need to give yourself another chance to succeed. My God, Father, Father. For some of us, the sacrifice is another chance, and it starts with us giving another chance to ourselves to succeed. It starts with us giving God another chance to ourselves to succeed. We may have failed. We may have uh, messed it up. We may have screwed it up, but God, we sacrifice by giving ourselves another chance. Now, there's some people in our lives, not everybody, not every situation, where perhaps the sacrifice is that there's been significant enough change and significant enough progress to look at this thing a second time, a second time. God, for those that have been estranged uh, 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 from caring about people where they've been bitter and angry, what's the sacrifice? I got to give love a second chance. I have to give people a second chance. I'm wiser, but I have to open myself back up to the potential of disappointment. That's the sacrifice. Another chance means I open myself up to the potential of disappointment. We open ourselves up, God, to the potential of failure. We open ourselves up, God, to the potential of it not going the way we want. Now, we realize that fear is not the opposite of faith. Certainty is the opposite of faith. Certainty is the opposite of faith. Certainty is the opposite of faith. Which means, God, that we open ourselves up to uncertainty. Come on, y'all. We open ourselves up. I need y'all to type on these comments, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. We open ourselves up, God, to another opportunity where there's the potential for failure. There's the potential for something not to go right. There's the potential for something not to go the way we want it to go. There's the potential for letdown. We open ourselves up. That's a whole word right there. Wow, that's a whole word. That's a whole word. That's a whole word. Who can be honest that there's there's you have shut down some areas um, of your life to where you're like, I'm not actually willing to try that again. Where you at? Where you at? Wave at me. Wave at me. Like, you like I'm done with people. I don't want no friends. It's me and Jesus. I'm done looking for love. I don't want to know. I love me. Right. I'm done trying to I'm done trying to be nice to people. Well, whatever it is. I'm just giving examples. Wave at me. If that has been you or you there's some areas like I'm done with that. I'm, I'm clink, clink, shut down. I see several hands coming up. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me. If God wouldn't have sacrificed and given you a second chance, you're not born. You're not here. You're not here. You're not here. For some of you, your past businesses failed, and so now you're like, "Uh, uh-uh, I ain't doing no more business. I don't, I don't do business. Only business I want to do is 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 I don't want to do no business. The business I want to do is no business." All right. Wow. My first business um, that I started, it didn't do very well. Um, my second one did better, but it didn't do as great as the first. Ooh, but that next one, my my my, that next one. But what if I wasn't willing to open myself? Our first service harvest, uh, May 20th, 2006, uh, on a Saturday night, uh, we had 100 and I think like 105, 106 people, something like that. All right. Um, the next week, it was like seven. Wow. Right. And the reason it was so many is because I stocked, I stacked the deck. I had all kind of dance teams and praise teams and all of that. And then people went to churches though. All right. I stacked the deck imagine, imagine now we've seen how many thousands come to the Lord so far. I don't even know the number. Somebody, can somebody go to the website and check for me, give and see what the, um, the total number of decisions, all right? If I don't open, if I didn't open myself up, if I did not open myself up to the potential, to the potential for failure and the if I didn't do that, then guess what? Whatever that number is, somebody's going to find it for me. Post it, please, uh, so that I have it. I don't want to misquote it. Then those people don't know the Lord. Wow, how many thousands of pounds of food? Let me let me just say. And, and again, I'm giving God glory here. For some of you, you need to hear this because you have been shut down for some things. How many people? Again, okay, thirty six, uh, three thousand six hundred eighty decisions. I just brought it up. Don't know the Lord. Recorded decisions. Don't know the Lord. If if I don't open myself up, come on, somebody. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. 204 thousands of pounds of food given away. 3,127 families adopted over 75,000 podcast downloads over 12,000 app downloads 129,000 articles of clothing. Thirty bikes given away. Three thousand five hundred and seventy backpacks given away. Nineteen thousand nine hundred and fifty-two toys given away. Four hundred and fifty-one thousand three hundred and seventy-one dollars given to missions. Six Harvest Worship singles released. Six books authored. Launched the Harvest Leadership Network. Launched Harvest Bible College. And did I get it? All that. If I don't stay, if I didn't stay open after what looked like failure, come on here, Father. We will stay open to a second chance. We will stay open to the potential of disappointment. We will stay open to the potential of failure. We will stay open to the potential of things that going the way we want. And God, you're going to bless us even if the deck is stacked against us. You will favor us, God, even if the deck is stacked against us. You will literally do the impossible through us even if it looks like it's not going to happen. Why? Because we stay open. Thank you. Because we stay open because we stay open because we stay open. You literally were open to giving man another chance. You were open, God, to giving man another chance. You were open, God, to giving us another chance. Even after flooding the earth once you said, I'm going to give him another chance. That's why the land came forward because it was already created. It was just flooded. You were open, God, and we say thank you. That's how faith works. Faith says I'm opening myself up to the potential of failure, to the potential of disappointment, to the potential of things not going the way I want. Somebody needs to say amen, yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus, something right there. That's a whole word. Because many people, the last few messages in our series group therapy, it's about to get real, real. All right. Um, it's about to get real, real. Okay, let me just finish what I was saying right here. We've talked about sacrifice. Um, I pray about what we pray about, so I'm always um, I'm blown away by God when we're in prayer. How God? What are we doing when we pray? He gives you revelation. Prayer. You'll notice there's no prayer where I just pray for an hour and then say Jesus name, Amen. That's not prayer. That's a monologue, not a dialogue. Prayer is the dialogue. Prayer is when we pray, he responds with revelation. We pray, he responds with revelation. Two things you're going to have me, uh, you, I'm going to ask you to do a lot of. Number one, I'm going to ask you to type a lot. Why? Wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it should be done for them. This is our way to touch digitally. Number two, I ask you to say a lot. Why? Life and death are in the power of your tongue. They that love it, shall so eat its fruit. If you don't say it, you'll never see it. So that's why I ask you to say a lot. All right? So that we can f- f- move in that. All right, listen, by faith, let's go. Abel sacrificed a better offering than Cain did. Sacrificed by faith. He was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he's dead. How is Abel still speaking? His sacrifice is still speaking. Abel gave a first fruit while Cain gave an offering. And that's a whole deep teaching there that I won't get into. But the point was, is that one sacrificed more than the other one was like, well, God, I'm gonna give you a little tip. I pray. Come on. Let's go here that you're not a tipper. Hey, God, I pray you're not a tipper. I pray that you are a tither and a faithful giver. You are a tither and a faithful giver. The tithe, the first 10% of gross. That's what we owe the Lord. But then above the tithe. That is the, uh, 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 that's our giving and our giving, that's our seed. And our seed is what we use to see grow. Our seed is what we use to see see increase. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. When he knows you are sower, he's always going to get you seed." Luke 6, give given it shall be given back. That means my increases in my release, my increases in my release, my increases in my release. I need you to say, I'm not a tipper. I pray you are not a tipper. The Bible says, able still speaking because of his sacrifice. And for many of you, your giving is going to speak for you in the years and years to come and decades to come. It's speaking. It's speaking for you. If you have been a tipper, I need you to start being a tither on the 15th of the month. You got it. What's the first 10% of your gross income of any type of income you get? Child support, alimony, separate maintenance, whatever. The first 10% of that, that belongs to the Lord. Everything we give above that, that's a seed. That's, that's offering. That's how you get increase. Some people say, listen, I'm tithing and I'm not saying increase. The tithe was never designed to bring increase. I got so many teachings about that that I want you to get your hands on, um, that I want you to get your hands on. I got so many teachings about that, our series, Getting Your Finances in Order, Making Money Moves, The Blessing. Can y'all type a few of those on there? So many. In fact, when you go to slash give on there, there's a link for a playlist with a bunch of messages about giving. And I encourage you to listen to those. You have to be. If you are not, I'm just telling you, you can pray all day. The Bible never says pray for money. It doesn't. So when people say, I'm praying for money, good luck. Okay, that's cute. Okay, but nothing's going to happen. You don't pray for money. You sow for increase. I need you to just type that on screen. I'm a sower. Come on. I'm a sower. 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 All right? Not a tipper. A tipper is like, so that's what Cain did. Cain gave God a tip. Like, here you go. There you go. God ain't dancing for you. Like, here you go. That's what Cain did. But Abel gave a first fruit. And the Bible says, the Bible says, Abel, you tipped me. And that's why I don't fool with you. I don't fool with you, Abel, because you tipped me. Uh, uh, Or Cain, because you you tipped me. I fool with Abel because Abel's a faithful giver. Abel's a sower. And faithful givers flourish. Faithful giver's flurries. Let's go up. And your next 12 will be your best financial twelve. in Jesus name. All right. Let's keep going. Um, By faith, Enoch was taken from this life. So he didn't experience death. He could not be found because God took him away. For before he was taken, he commended as one who pleased God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Stop. Enoch's sacrifice was, I ha- he had to give up his earthly life to be caught up in the heaven to be sent back for a special assignment. He has to sacrifice. He had to sacrifice. He had to sacrifice. He sacrificed his earthly life to be taken up. Him and Elijah are the two in the scripture that are, that, that happens for. They sacrificed their earthly existence. They're like, they couldn't find me. like, where Enoch? Where Enoch? Where Enoch? He had to sacrifice that. Come on. Let's keep going. We're talking about Sacrifice. Verse seven, uh, I'm in Hebrews 11. By faith, Noah, when warned about things that seen and holy fear, built an ark to save his family. Okay, what does that mean? He sacrificed. What was Noah's sacrifice? He looked stupid. You're building a boat. For what? Rain. What's rain? They didn't know what rain was. The Bible says the midst of the garden took care of the greenery. It was a midst of it. The, they hadn't experienced it. rain. You look pretty dumb, though. And for, oh, let's go up, and then I got to start right here. For some of you, there's been things you've been working on in the pandemic that people say that looks pretty dumb to me. That looks pretty dumb to me. Come on, I'm hitting my lid. That looks pretty dumb to me. Why are you trying to do that in the pandemic? Don't you need to wait until that's over? Don't you need to? Don't you need to do this later? And, and you like a Noah, but what they don't know, watch me, is that when the rain comes, you're gonna be ready to ride. Come on, when the rain comes, you are gonna be ready to ride. When the rain comes, you, that looks dumb to be saving up right now. That looks dumb to be. You talking about you finna do a new location in the middle of a pandemic. Hey, that, that looks dumb. Why not just do digital? <laughs> you better hear me. Noah's sacrifice was, I may look dumb today, but I won't tomorrow. <laughs> Father, we thank you that we can sacrifice how we look to people in order to please you. We can sacrifice how we may look to others in order to please you. I pray for some young men that are watching. I pray that you'd sacrifice how you look to your friends in order to please God. I pray for some young women watching right now, that you would be able to sacrifice how you look to your friends in order to please God. I pray for every person right now that we would sacrifice how we look to others in order to please the Lord. And we thank you for it now in Jesus name. Wow. That's good. He looks stupid, like totally dumb. You look like a dummy you building something for some rain. We don't even know what no rain is. Get out of here, man. Got it? What are you doing? You're buying some more wood for your boat? Imagine how they're doing. Are you going down to get some wood? This guy, get building wood. Building this big old boat. Got it? But what they didn't know, what they didn't know, if you do, if you have the Harvest Church mobile app, this was part of your daily Bible reading today. What they did not know is that the Bible says, here it is, and this is what the Lord, this is, this is so amazing how God did this, because the Lord said, this is where I want you to go. Uh, in prayer today. And this is so amazing how you pull all that together. While I was on the um, elliptical thing, um, this is where the Lord said you want to go. The Bible says that Noah and his family were shut in the ark. They were shut in the ark. Um, And there's some stuff in your life, here's where we're going, in prayer, there's some things in your life where you feel like it is shut in, shut down. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. Wave at me. You feel like it is shut in and it's shut down. They literally, it starts raining, they get into the ark and they're shut in, the Bible says. They are shut in. They are shut in to what at one point he thought was stupid to build. Mm. Had he not built it, his family would have died. And the Bible says that the earth, it took, it took everybody, everybody gone. It took everybody out. Everybody was gone, but Noah. I see several hands out. And here's what you need to know. That is not punishment. That is protection. That is not punishment. That is protection. That is not punishment. That is not protection. That is because you will survive what others will not. God, give us the grace to handle when we are shut down, when we are shut in, when you constrict our movements. Father, we say thank you and we will yield We will continue to pursue, but we will yield to your will. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Let's jaywalk right back over to uh, Mark 10 and then we out of here. All right, because I need to make sure I give you this last part of the verse. I didn't get to cover all of what I wanted to cover, but this is what the Lord wanted to get to you tonight in prayer. All right. Remember, we're talking about sacrifice. Can I get a few to type that on every platform? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. So Peter says, Lord, we've given up everything to follow you. Jesus said, nobody that's left um, a house, uh, brother, sister, mother, father, children, land for my sake of the gospel. Listen to verse 30. Who will not receive? I need you to say, it. I'm in verse 30. Please open your mouth and say it and please type it. I'm in verse 30. We're about to end prayer. I'm going to do two things and then we're done. Don't hop off yet. Don't hop off yet. I'm going to do two things and then we're done. Somebody please type that on the screen. I'm in verse 30. That's Mark 10, 30. This is one on my targeted prayer list, my personal target prayer list. I pray this every single day, every single day. All right. This is what I pray. Verse 30, who will not receive a 100 fold now in this time. My God, come on. Y'all ain't shouting the way I need you to shout. You are not shouting the way I need you to shout. You're in verse 30. Who will not receive? He said, You sacrifice, but let me tell you what I'm gonna do for you. I'm about to hook you up. I'm about to take good care of you. I'm about to show you that because you live like nobody else, you're about to live like nobody else. You're in verse 30. Who will receive a hundredfold now in this time, not when you die. I'm gonna show you this. Because people say, Oh, yeah, you know, when I get to heaven, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, stop. Let me help you, boo. Let me help you, sir. Let me help you, ma'am, daughter. Let me help you, son. Let me help you. He says, "I'm gonna take care of you now, in this lifetime." Houses. Watch me. He says, "Listen, I, I got some houses for you. Look, th- this is gonna make cribs look like it was nothing." <laughs> Brothers and sisters, mothers and children. What is he saying? I will replace whoever won't run with you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I will replace whoever won't my God. If they won't run with you, I'll replace them. Y'all are not talking to me tonight. I will run which I will replace whoever won't run with you. If they won't sacrifice with you, I, I look, what does he say? Houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children. He said, I'll replace whoever won't run with you. I don't need you running after nobody that don't want to run and sacrifice for the Lord. I don't need you running after nobody that don't want to put God first. He said, I'll replace them. I got seven billion options. Well, we got options. Listen. <laughs> Look. Um, my god, I could run. I could so run, but I already got my TV screen off, so let me not create any more technical issues. Look. And lands is the stuff that you owned. Stuff that you owned. He says the stuff that you owned, I literally I I, I will give I'll give you more stuff to own. I'll give you more stuff than you own. Watch the caveat. There's two caveats here, with persecutions. He says, now I got you. I see y'all running emoji. He says, I got you. Your sacrifice will be honored. He said, I need you to know that they're gonna talk about you though. How does some of you know you're in verse 30 because you're being talked about for stuff that you didn't control. You're being talked about for harvest when they never saw your your seed. You're being talked about for harvest when they never saw your sacrifice. Who am I talking to tonight? Who am I talking to tonight? We're done. It's 802. I got to stop. All right. All right. And in the age to come eternal life. So that's how we know the first part is not talking about. Oh yeah. All that's going to happen when we get to the mm -mm, Lord. He said, I'm going to do all that here. He said, animal, make sure you go to heaven. And I'll use that phrase for lack of a better term. Animal, make sure you go to heaven. It's quiet on this thing tonight. Guys, I got to stop. Some of you Listen, let's do this. You need to literally get a seed in the ground right now. If you want to sow into prayer, prayer bless you. You need to sow into prayer right now. You need to sacrifice. I'm going to teach you more over the next couple of weeks. Passover is coming up in two weeks. I'm going to teach you more about that on Wednesday. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit on Sunday and we'll do all of that. All right. So um, um, we, there's a. it's posted on the church's site about Passover. There's a scripture there I want you to read. But uh, so we're in this whole prophetic time. We're in this Kairos moment where heaven is open. It's a feast time coming up. Heaven is open. Uh, and so you need to hear me. You need, Somebody says, who wouldn't want to serve God? You need to, Some of you need to sow. You need to sow right now. How do you sow? church Forward slash give. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. Givelify, all of that you can sell right there through our website if you want to use the cash app listen guys we've been having all these issues with cash app they become unresponsive to us so we're gonna to have to ratchet it up and take it up the next not ratchet like street ratchet we have to ratchet it up meaning increase our uh our efforts there so we're going to take it to the next level to deal with that but the bishop Foreman with the number two at the end money sign or the dollar sign bishop with to number two it work it's working fine the church one, it's running into issues. So we encourage you to use another method to give, but it's the dollar sign Harvest Church Give one, but it's, it's having all kind of issues. And, and literally people are giving and it's telling them, no, we ain't gonna let you give because we think you're trying to scam the church. That's crazy. Then it'll tell the people, well, we think something's, it's just crazy stuff. So we're working on that. So please, Please use one of the other giving methods if you run into issues with that. Or you use Bishop, the dollar sign, Bishop Formal with the number two. Let me say this. If you're on prayer tonight and you've not become a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him tonight's your night, to come back to the Lord. And thirdly, like Bishop moment, I don't know where things stand with God. This is your moment tonight to come and be sure. And if you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure... One, three, On every platform, do the hand-waving emoji or say, it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Do that hand-waving emoji or say, it's me right now. Come on YouTube. Come on Facebook. Come on Periscope. Come on Harvest Channel. Come on um, Instagram channels if you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Or you just want to be sure. You want to be sure. Then guess what? Do that hand-waving emoji or say, it's me. I'll wait on you. Five. I will wait. Four. Don't hesitate. Hit that button it's me or do the hand your emoji. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to beat you up. I just want to make sure we don't get off a of prayer tonight without giving you an opportunity to come to the Lord. Three, two, one. Everybody pray this with me. Everybody pray this with me. Everybody say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. I see you. Thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for your love for me. I honor you. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, text the word DECISION to 55498. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Guys, I love you. I love you tremendously. I pray that your week is amazing. Church on Wednesday is going to be awesome. The message is called This Is How We Overcome. And then Sunday's message. Oh, hold on. let Let me tell you the title me tell you the title and then i gotta hop off um sunday's message is called help i have trust issues whoa that's gonna be good that is gonna be so good all right it's in our series group therapy i love you guys have an amazing night some of you need to so if you're not a tither start tithing tonight if i'm your pastor harvest your church this is where you get fed your tithe goes where you grow all right this is where your time goes. First 10% of um, your stimulus check. First 10% of your check check. Um, all of that. You can do that. All right. Femi says, wait, prayer's over. I know it's already over. We got to go. We got to end. I would keep going, but I got to I gotta hop on another thing. I told him I was going to do this. So it's going to be amazing. Love you guys. Have an awesome night. Please keep me in your prayers. I know we didn't take your individual prayer requests. That's okay. Uh, we will uh, make sure we we'll do that on Wednesday, on Wednesday night live. I love you. Have an amazing night. Shalom, everybody. Somebody says, Tree. that's for me. Ooh, these last few messages of group therapy, I had to set you up for the first part to get you ready for the next part. It's going to be amazing. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Bye-bye, Harvest Instagram. Love you guys. All right, Facebook, YouTube, everybody. Love you guys. And Harvest Channel and everybody.
1: Only at BJ's.